I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Two Judgy Girls. This is Mary from the Bay. And it's Courtney from LA. And it's Wednesday. It's OC premiere day. We've got Potomac. We've got The Bachelorette. I, I started my journey. Tonight, um, the con comes out, guys. It's um, about con artists and narrated by Whoopi Goldberg. I am looking forward to it. Oh, my God. I thought you were going to talk about The Bachelorette, that the con of, like, what's happened in between quarantine happened. I'm like, oh, my God. It's on episode two? No, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about real con artists. Like, this is, like, all the dirty Johns of the world. And what, what did you say the channel was? I think it's like ABC. So you mean it's the Bachelorette into the con? Mary, why don't you take this journey with me? <laughs> no, it is ABC. I actually, I wouldn't mind like. You only have one episode to catch up on. Yeah, no, maybe I'll, you can also kind of jump into the Bachelorette. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. There is, no, this is going to be the most dramatic season. Let's just quickly talk. I just want to quickly talk about it. So maybe I can convince you. Here. I like Claire. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I really like Claire. I think, you know, they kind of did these, like, flashbacks on during the episode of, like, she was on Juan Pablo's season. And don't you – do you remember – like, guys, Two Judgy Girls started off with The Bachelor. That like, was the premise. That was the premise. We were already doing a fantasy league. I was doing, like, blogs every week for everyone. And then we took it – we took it to I the airwaves. I loved The Bachelor. Like, I watched The Bachelor with my mom. The whole thing about The Bachelor was that they were going to get married on national television after six weeks. That was, like, the big Alex thing. Michelle, right? Yes. He's the first one. And he – the final girl was Amanda. And he was from San Francisco, I believe. Hmm. So was Ali Fedotowski. Yes. We have so much Bachelor And she goes, went to this flower shop on Union Street. She, like, lived in the marina. I mean, she was just one of us. And yeah. I, like, thought, like, maybe I could be a bachelorette one day. I mean, look. Never happened. I looked at the – I in the, in the height of our, like – fantasy league i looked at applying just for the story sure the application process is like 35 pages long 
Like, it's crazy. But and now it's like they just scroll through Instagram and right. find girls. Totally. Um, I mean, so, women. The women. Right. Right. And, you know, it's I, what I like about Claire is because on Juan Pablo's season, remember, they had sex in the ocean, and then he basically eliminated her in the next ceremony. Yes, that was so bad so bad and so and then she she tells him off when he's like well it's not you and she's like you know what basically like f you buddy like you're not the man i thought you were she went on bachelor in paradise twice he was such a scumbag then he ended up he ended up with um didn't he end up with that no 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 i'm getting i'm getting mixed up with the pilot vienna yes vienna Remember their tell-all too? It was like yeah, the sit, like they down, had a sit down with Chris Harrison. Oh man, I love Jake? Chris Harrison. Was it Jake? Chris Jake Harrison. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he had two seasons, right? Or was that Brad? Brad had two seasons. There was Brad who looked very much like Jake, right? No, 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 no. Yes, I feel like he, they all like look the rep. same. They, they really do. They really do. So, anyways, Claire was on Bachelor in Paradise twice. She was also on like that Olympics one, and I thought she got engaged to one of the guys, but they didn't show that part because it doesn't go with their narrative, right? Right. But right. so this season is like kind of interesting. And guys, I think if you've always been like, should I dip my toe in? The answer is yes this season because it's like they're all at this La Quinta resort in Palm Springs, so nobody can go anywhere. They're literally bringing dates into the courtyard of the hotel, like they're setting up a Ferris wheel. They're setting up like carnival stuff, like. These are where the dates are happening is in the courtyard of the hotel. So, like so this is the first anywhere. season without being at the mansion. Right. Well, Chris Harrison the didn't bro- uh, burn down. Burn down, down right? I heard that too. I yeah. was wondering because Chris Harrison usually sprays the driveway. <laughs> he does personally? Yes. That's, that's part of his job. It's no. in his resume. Good. In his resume. Good. Bullet point. <laughs> sprayer. I'm a sp- <laughs> spray and sp- spray. <laughs> Um, so, but, you know, I just thought, so the season was also announced and then obviously COVID hit. So like the guys were announced. So the whole drama is that during the time in between people weren't supposed to talk to each other, like they weren't supposed to reach out to Claire. It happened. So she started a relationship with one of the guys and leave partially through. Sorry if this is a spoiler, but I won't say like the details of who it was, you know, but so and I can't. I don't know. But I had heard they had met even like before the season too. Oh, interesting. So like maybe he was campaigning. I don't. But then she also in one of the guys last night. She also ends up kissing him because he broke the rules and reached out to her. And she thought, "Wow, you're willing to not be on the show to reach out to me and take your sh- like shoot your shot." Okay, great. So she like kisses him. Then there's like drama with this guy Yosef who. Is, was talking to a guy, a girl, one of the other guys knew from his hometown and, you know, saying he has a girlfriend maybe, but he made it through. Okay. And, you know, Claire, they show a preview where basically someone says, you're the oldest bachelorette, which I think is Yosef. And she's like, oh, I'm the oldest bachelorette because I didn't settle for men like that. And I thought, you know what? Hell yeah, Claire. You're 39 years old. First off, they cast guys that they, I feel like they thought it was a big reach by casting guys that are like 35 it's like it's okay well we're clearly old hags um old hags single like you're not I mean, single well no but not married um right. childless <laughs> yeah it's probably very barren in there in the sense of like you know who am i full of cobwebs i'm just an old hag 
never Wait. be a contestant on these shows. You know what? I would love a Lifetime show because, you know, ABC isn't going to put it on. But put a, put a Bachelorette older version of Bachelorette on the Lifetime network, okay? I'm, I would watch. Yeah. Okay, but go on. You were saying something about oh, us being can old. You, can you tell me about some of the men's jobs? Those are my – that's like my favorite thing. So what – God, there's a lot of football players. Oh, there's like, this guy, Easy, who's he is so cute. And he was like, I felt like he was the Greek chorus where he was like, the hell is going on here? Because like a guy came in. I don't remember a lot of the um, the job titles, but I can tell you some entrances. Like a guy came in with a straight jacket because he's crazy for Claire. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. I a like guy, that. I like that. A guy that. came in in a, full, in a full night um, costume, like the metal. Okay. Um one guy came in his station. Okay, this is kind of fun. One guy came in his station wagon and was like, I packed up my life for you. Which is, and she's like, he's like, we could basically move into the car, which I was like, I think you think it's sweet, but to me that seems homeless. But, <laughs> but either way, I, I heard one of the guy's names or said like, um, boy band manager. Yes, that I think was that's one of Kevin, his... maybe or something. Okay. Yes, and then so right after the homeless guy, this guy pulls up <laughs> Bennett. He pulls up in like a like a Rolls Royce and like comes out like fully decked, just being like you need to be treated right. He came in like he. And some guy goes freaking 007 over here because he's got like the scarf. He's got like those like velvet you know uh, loafers. But I kind of liked him. <laughs> I I always loved watching The Bachelorette more than The Bachelor because I thought the like men's dynamic together they were always kind of like rooting for each other a little bit and like they just yeah. had like fun and partied and it was like a frat house like I love watching that dynamic. They can yeah. they do they can't do that huh? So it's different. So they also showed us before and I'm curious if this changes but I think every guy has his own hotel room which usually they're in a house so they must right. like t- I wonder if they tell them like from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. you guys all have to be in like the lobby. Because where are you getting these dynamics? Like, they have to do something, right? You have to provide some sort of drama. But, so the drama is, too, right? Like, she's going to leave at some point. So she meets a her. She falls in love there. And you know what? And people are like, I feel bad for those guys. It's like, let's be honest. Maybe two or three of them were there for love. But most of them are there to be influencers. Like, completely. And they want to go to paradise. Um or be the next Bachelor, even though that's already been announced. It will be interesting how many episodes she's in. I bet. I Four? Think she's, I think she, there's three weeks worth at least. Okay. Now, I'm also confused because there's it was last night two hours. Tonight there's two hours. That if was two always hours, the thing. It's the time commitment. I know. And it's like, I can watch 14 Bravo shows in one week, sure. <laughs> but if you ask me to watch four hours of one show, that is ridiculous, okay? But, so the drama, she leaves, right? And then they're like, you know, the guys are getting pissed too because they must see the development in whoever she's, like, with because they threaten to walk out at one point. You know, they're like, like, if they're eliminated, do they come back? Because then the new girl comes in and she's, I, I'm going to get her name totally wrong, um, Taisha. I didn't watch last season. But she comes in, she's going to be the new Bachelorette. And so I'm curious of the guys that they bring in because are, is it going to start over with everybody that she's eliminated? Like the guys, the 15 guys. Also, it must have taken so long because they literally left. Do you know how usually it's like dusk when they leave in the morning after the first night? It was bright daylight. Okay. Usually, I know yeah. that they, it, they yeah. go through the night, but usually it's still a little dark. But this was like straight up sunlight. Like they okay. were there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you should take the journey with me. I'm I not completely opposed. I got to see how it's this con show goes. The con. It's the lead into it. 
Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I bet 8 to 10 is The Bachelor tonight, and then 10 to 11 is The Con. I'm going to look it up right now for you, because I think this is necessary. I think, you know... I'm not opposed. There's not... There is really not. Although, guys, pleasantly surprised tonight with Orange County. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I Maybe I went in with, like, low expectations... I had some LOL moments. I thought the girls, like, I love how they just already, like, kind of cleared all the water under the bridge. Like, we're going to start fresh, have a good season almost. We'll get into it completely. Yeah. But I, I gave it a B. Okay. And I don't know where I got The Bachelorette's on tonight because it's not. Coco oh. is on tonight. So the con is on at 10, though. Okay. I look forward to that. Um, I got to get a season recording on that. Yeah. I thought, look, I was watching OC because it's part of it. <laughs> I watched it again. I was, I agree with you. I was pleasantly surprised. And again, we watch the show as people as characters. So let's just remember that of like, you know, um, but I thought it was fun and we'll get into it. But I, should we let's talk, talk about, about the thing? news from the weekend? 10, 10, 2020, huge, huge deal. Two Bravo weddings. I myself was up in wine country on Saturday <laughs> And girls and guys, I had my eyes peels for Kelly Dodd. Didn't find her. Mary texted me and was like, I don't even know what I would do if I saw them because I think everyone, if I posted about it, everybody would just hate me so much. But it's like, if I run into them, am I not supposed to do, like, the bear shits in the woods. (laughs) And listen, if you had run in, here's the thing. I thought Kelly's wedding was going to be the problematic wedding just because of how she's been on social media and whatnot. Cynthia's, to me, was the problematic wedding. Cynthia had 250 people at the wedding. Inside. They, yeah, it was inside. I did see some people she wearing She gave masks. everybody face shields. Uh-huh. And then there were masks. But if you look at any picture, none of it's being worn except for Giselle's where she wrote Giselle up top, which makes me think of like, remember in Mean Girls when they go to the prom and Karen puts a K yes. on her chest yes. and puts it backwards? Like that's yes. what I thought of when I saw Giselle's face shield. And I was like, oh, so we did this for looks. What? And you know what? Cynthia, whatever you're going to do, you're going to do. You had three looks. She had three looks. Let's talk about the wedding dress. It was like a pink. It wasn't my favorite. I'm going to say something mean. I'm going to take a sip while you say that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It wasn't flattering. Mm -mm. She wore it just it didn't like. Maybe it was the photos too. There was something just like going. I think it was like the outlines of where the fabric cut. It just made her look white. But then that like second look that was white with the gold and it like. It fit her in all the right spaces, gave her that hourglass look, like her booty looks fabulous. I, I loved it. She's and just stunning in general, but yeah, I just wasn't crazy about the it, first it just, one. It was too much. It was I just, also just think this was like a lot for your wedding. Like, did you need 250 people there? So I thought it was her third. Apparently it wasn't. Technically it is her third because her and Peter renewed their vows in, in, in Anguilla one year. So That's technically, right. you were correct. Okay. I wanted okay. to back you up on that because okay. I know a lot of people were saying it's Cynthia's second, but technically her third. Okay. I like it. I'll go with that. Second man. She should have married Leon, let's be honest, because whew. Yeah, he's cute. He's hot. Um, okay. So then Karen was there. Giselle was there. Portia looked- and Barry from Real or from New Orleans, uh, Southern Term, New Orleans. E- Eva was a bridesmaid. Okay, was Eva's hair electrocuted? I did not like her hair. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what's happening here? Um, Portia looked amazing. She did not Mm -hmm. bring Dennis. 
I don't believe that they're together because if you recall, there was a rumor about two Atlanta housewives hooking up with a stripper at Cynthia's Bachelorette. And I had heard that there was a rift between Portia and Tanya. And I was like, I wonder if this was what it was. Well, that's not confirmed that's what the fight was about, but it's been allegedly confirmed it's Tanya and Portia who hooked up with the stripper interesting so i think she's like you know what you got to stick your hot dog in places i'm gonna let a hot dog in me okay <laughs> she looked flawless at this wedding though it looked um, like it was bridesmaids and brides like they were in white and then everyone else was in black the, oh oh for for, for guests for cynthia's and it was like opposite for kelly oh yeah because kelly everyone's wearing white she wore a black simple almost like it looks like a bridesmaid dress <laughs> Yeah, it would look like you could buy it from, like, Lulu's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought, but here, okay, besides Kelly Dodd, let's just put it looks-wise, I thought she looked stunning, to be honest. I thought she was gorgeous. Jolie is a gorgeous little girl, teenager, 14. She has, had, like, got those braces off. Looks so beautiful. Kelly's bangs really stood out to me today, or, or on the, her wedding day. Okay. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, so she only, it wasn't that big of a wedding under 50. They really did wear the mask. I mean, uh, Napa's actually really strict. They had to have it at like a private estate. They couldn't even have it at a winery. Um, They kind of, I feel like kind of had to make do with what they had. Yeah. I mean, I don't obviously wish ill will on anyone. I'm curious to see the fallout. So right now Kelly is sick. And Shannon sent her over. I assume Dr. Moon prescribed sickness, you know, get well. She had posted, though, she doesn't have COVID. She posted her test. But I'm curious. Like, Cynthia's, it was just looking at the photos. Everybody's on top of each other. And to me, it's like there's this weird thing with, like, celebrities where I feel like they think they're immune to everything. I I mean. Bravo celebrities. Let's be real. They're not, you know. It would be interesting to see if, like. I mean, I hope nobody gets it, but I wouldn't be surprised if something From happened. Cynthia's, like, yeah. Yeah, there's just, you know, Georgia seems to be a different place. My friend was visiting. He's like, oh, it's just different here. Very different than like, his family's from there. He's like, very different than L.A. <laughs> so um, let's see. What else? Okay, what else are you watching before we move into all our fun stuff? I don't think – did you have anything else to report? I really didn't have anything else that I saw that was like – of importance. Kyle Richards gave us a tutorial on how to do her roots today. Um, no. I don't even know what it, what am I watching. I'll be honest. Like, what I was really concerned about this week was Prime Day on Amazon. Mm. <laughs> and what did you get? Well, I got... So I was looking for a bunch of different things that I don't need. Sure. Tell us more. So... I have a Roomba. My mom stole my Roomba, so I rebought my Roomba from last year that I had bought. Is that a well? Like, is that something I need? A Roomba? It's up to you. I I have a smaller space, so like, if you if you like to vacuum, I think a Roomba's great. Yes, I personally. hate vacuuming, but I have a really I have a Dyson. Yeah, and it's so like think- a good vacuum. So like, I wonder if the Roomba's a good vacuum. Yeah, I think what, the way you do it is, like, you'd probably vacuum your house, like, once a week, but then you could have the Roomba going, like, here and there just to pick up, like, I, sh- like, I have so much hair, like, my head uh-huh. is, like, so, I Shedding. shed all the time, so I like to have my Roomba go because I don't like to have 
you Got know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel personally. Plus, I just, you know, as it, as you know, I put Craig's photo on it and it's Craig. So also sure. when my mom stole it, it's still down here with Craig's Craig. picture on sure, it. Sure, sure. And she's like, oh, can you turn that like Craig guy on? And I was like, I'm sorry, what? She's like, shut up, Courtney. You know what I mean. <laughs> um, so I got that. I got some new fire sticks because I have Amazon fire sticks. So I just wanted to upgrade it because I have like a two remotes and ugh, first world problems am i right have to well, turn the power on one and control it with the other well and then did you get the the, the voice control one they all have voice control on it oh i have an old fire stick and it doesn't have voice control that's true. you have a real old but, fire stick though but then actually but then since my tv remote you say it into it and it all connects mm, so you can get those music videos on yeah that's great uh-huh. I know. And then I was looking at air fryers. Okay, guys, mm. I don't cook, but I was like, maybe I'll cook more. I should probably cook more. Love I my didn't, air fryer. I haven't pulled the plug yet. You do love it. Yeah, but I, I have the Philips air fryer, and I I just – it's a really good air fryer. Okay. But um, that's not on Prime Day. Yeah, I, I noticed that wasn't on Prime Day. Yeah, I mean, listen, do I was I like, do I need a toaster or a toaster oven? And I was like, no, I'm going to hold out for Sonia's. I think it's coming. Um, I'm, like, debating about getting – I mean, I got to pull the trigger if I need a TV for my room. There was – I should have sent the, it to you earlier. There's such, a 65-inch for 850 earlier. No, are you kidding? No, there's, like, one – there's a 55-inch for, like, $300. The um, Well, you better pull the trigger. I should, you're going to do but, it. But then I'm, like, maybe I just get, like, a nicer TV for – you're not going to get We can talk out. offline. This is, oh, she's getting stressed, guys. She's getting stressed. Um, let's, let's, should we like just jump I into, to, wait, I, no, I want to mention one more thing before. Okay, go ahead. One, there's one thing I watched, Ted Lasso, you guys, it is on oh. Apple TV. I don't it's, have Apple TV. Oh, you need to because there's some good shows on it. More, you get, I think you get like a free year free, like a free year. Okay. So you should look into it. Ted Lasso, it stars Jason Sudeikis. It was originally on this um, NBC skit where Jason Sudeikis played an American football coach and then he went overseas to coach Tottenham Hotspur. Anyways, they developed it into a series. You guys, it is... When do I steer you wrong on series? I do not. I feel like I... You know I watch everything. Emily in Paris? Okay. If you can't appreciate how horribly amazing that show is, you don't deserve a Netflix account, okay? You don't I'm not watching it for the storylines and me like, yes, this is real life. You have to suspend belief while you watch it. And again, it's not a murder mystery for you. We intersect at Bravo, you're true crime, I'm trash. I got it. I got it. <laughs> okay. But Ted Lasso, it's just so good. It's a feel-good show. It's the same premise and He's just such a good guy. The show, like, it literally makes you laugh, cry. The whole, you can watch it. Your husbands will like it. Can Men you, like, like, compare it. it to something? Like, what would be a... No. Mm. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. It's, if you Is want, it, like, like a, a parenthood? Like, a, that kind of... No, so it's a comedy. Okay. But it's, like, a... But it's... It's honestly, it's honestly kind of in the vein of The Office and Parks and Recreation, where it's, like, you know, Michael Scott and, like, Leslie Nope were, like, these people you wanted to do well. Okay. Even though they're, like, kind of ridiculous. It, okay. I'd say it's more like a Parks and It's just so good, you guys. I honestly... I gotta get that. Like, you know, I, every... Because I have Hulu, Netflix, Amazon Prime, yeah. <laughs> Showtime, HBO. My mm-hmm. cable bill's literally $300 a month. You should but look I, into that. I, yeah, I guess I could <laughs> add on one more thing for $10. 
Well, it's free for a year. Okay. okay. Gosh. <laughs> Just put it on your sister's account. <laughs> That's what I do with all my streaming services. <laughs> They're like, why? They're like, who's watching this? I'm like, huh? That's weird. What season is it on? So before you delete it, I know where I need to fall back into. <laughs> But Ted Lasso, it's so good. I also say I finished Mariah Carey's book, Five Out of Five Lambs. Okay, it's so good. It's so good. She sings in it. She'll be I like, just don't. She'll be like, I was walking down the street and I put it. But she'll, she'll always stop right before the note. She's like, I'd give my. Okay, so anyways, like, she'll like stop right before the high note because she can't hit it anymore. But it's good. I didn't even know she was with Derek Jeter. I forgot all about that time. Okay. Just I just saying. don't spend time in the car. I can't really listen Mary, to when audio. You go on your bike rides, on in your bike gang, that's when you listen. I know you're a Mamma Mia girl. Yeah, I like to listen to music. Yeah, but that's where I that's where I listen. So I force myself to go for like a bike ride or like go work out because that's the only time I'll basically listen to my audibles. Um, but then it's like when you got the Peloton, you're not going to. No, well, true. I'll, I'll go on walks or something. I'll figure it out. Okay. 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 I'm going to figure it out. But so that, those are my um, recommendations. And then I just want to talk about one thing that I find <laughs> so crazy. Okay. I'm sorry, no. you guys, you know. So I love celeb gossip, obviously. Like, okay. I'm very, you know, I'm very in the know. Side note. Um, at work, we had this surprise baby shower the other day. And one of the things was to guess um, – the baby names of celebrities. Okay. Let oh, you knew you. them all. You knew them when all. I tell you I had to mute myself and not answer some of the questions because I was so embarrassed that I knew every single one. I still won the game. <laughs> I still won. I was like, I'd like send the answer. I'd like ping someone on the side and be like, the answer's this. Because I was like, somebody else answer. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> I, I played that. I played that game at a baby shower before too. It's fun. What is Cameron Diaz and Benji Madden's um, kid's name? It's a girl. Radix. Yes. Like, and everyone was like, wow, Courtney. I was like, I know. <laughs> so embarrassing. Okay, anyways, so the big celeb drama that's happening is Lily James and Dominic West. So, oh, wait, I nice. think Dominic West is so hot. He's from okay. The Affair and he's having an affair. He's playing it out in real life, but here's the craziest part. Okay, so him and Lily James. Lily James was like Cinderella. She was in Baby Driver. She just a couple months ago had like a weird PR pap thing with Chris Evans. And so it's like, and she used to date Doctor Who, Matt Smith. He was also in The Crown. They were like together for a really long time. So anyways, Lily James and Dominic West are in a movie together where he plays her father. <laughs> And they, like, share a manager or something. So they're in Rome over the weekend, and they were, like, caught by the paps in their masks, but they're, like, making out and, like, flying together and all this weird thing. He's married. So Dominic West is married. So all these photos come out. So you're like, oh, shit, like, this is bad. So then him and his wife stage, like, uh, photos of them, in like, being very happy together, and they write, they put a piece of paper, note on the grass for the paparazzi, and she puts some, like, twigs nicely aligned on it, so it's, like, feng shui style of this note, and it's just, like, very much, like, we're happy, we're staying together kind of thing, and they both have signed it. Oh, I did not, I saw the photos of... Him and, and yes, but I did not see this craziness. Yes, yeah, so then they've done this. But then all this stuff is coming out now that basically he just cheats on his wife. And it's oh, not she's cheating because okay. she doesn't really care. It's open relationship. Listen, I you do what you want to do in your marriage, but it is so fun. And I'm like, you know, now I don't think what Lily did is right, right? But she's not the one who's married. 
Like, yeah, I no, was no, like, no. he's like the bad person, but now I feel like she's coming out looking really bad because people are just going to forgive him because they don't care. And they're going to call her like the homewrecker. And right now she's on a press tour with Army Hammer about their movie Rebecca, you guys. It just. That's good. That's separation. good knowledge. Yeah, but you know, but Army had his weird stuff right. this, this summer too. Rumor Willis, there's like other people he's getting divorced. It's just, you know, Hollywood is very messy and I feel like I'm in the wrong job. Like, I think I need to be in there and know, know more of what's going on. I mean, you know too much. <laughs> okay. Also, you're right. So I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to let you talk for a minute. Name name all the crews, the, not crews, name all the um, Angelona, Jolie, Brad Pitt kids. That was also a question. <laughs> Pax, Maddox, Vivian and Knox, Sahara, and um, Shiloh. See? <laughs> oh, God. She's way too deep, guys. Way too deep. I also oh God, will I like say, the guy from The Bachelor. I need a straight jacket because I'm crazy. <laughs> you do have like a photographic memory, though. I do, but except that I don't know what I did earlier today. Right? No, but you do. <laughs> the 10 second Tom. I don't. I can remember useless knowledge. Yes, it takes me nowhere. Muy importante. But you know what? How I could maybe remember some stuff. Segue into what you want to talk about. <laughs> you guys. Um, Morning Recovery has come out with a new flavor. It is called Lemon Ginger. I am in love with it. It helps me when I have my glasses of wine at night, you know. Um, go to morelabs.com slash TJG. That's where you can get 20% off all their items. They also have a life hack package that comes with Morning Recovery, the Dream Well to help you sleep, the Liquid Focus so you can be ADD on Adderall at work, but in a healthy way. <laughs> <laughs> and they also know have um the aqua plus it's an immunity one and a probiotic one so you can add that to water you know we got to keep healthy this flu season so go to morelabs.com slash tjg to get all those great products all right and then let's take a quick break and we will come right back with potomac say you all what you want to say about the kardashians i personally love them all but i'm obsessed with skims so I first bought skims for the shapewear, you know, tighten me up, suck me in. Then I'm obsessed with the pajamas. I've given them to like all my sisters, my mom, my aunt. They're so comfy, cozy. I never thought about her underwear. Skims recently, they're created the next generation of underwear for everybody. You guys, it is buttery. You feel like you're wearing nothing. When I wear the thongs, it's like I'm not wearing nothing. It stretches out. So at first, you you feel like you're not going to fit into it. You definitely do. It doesn't cut into you at all. It is buttery, soft. It feels like nothing. I'm seriously obsessed. I also recently tried their um, bralettes. I'm not a bralette girly. I am a size D. Those typically, like you can't wear that on a normal day. But these ones you can. They keep me up. I have the crossover bralette and the razorback one in the sand. It's like I'm wearing nothing. Um, the Fits Everybody collection of underwear is super lightweight. It molds to your body. It's buttery soft fabric, stretches to twice its size without ever losing its shape, meaning you get a perfect fit every single time. It's available in sizes XXS to 4X. So that's amazing. I love that it's all inclusive. 
But believe in the hype, Skim has over 100,000 five-star reviews, and that's for a reason. The Fits Everybody Collection and the More Perfect Essentials are available now at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders of over $75. After you place your order, be sure to let them know that we sent you. You can select podcast in the survey and be sure to select at the drop down menu to judgy girl so we get some credit. But guys, this is underwear you literally can't feel. You got to try it. Go to skims.com. You won't regret it. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hips workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out so you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at onepeloton.com. That's onepeloton.com. I wish someone had told me about Lumi earlier. That's L-U-M-E. This is a whole body deodorant. It can seriously go anywhere on your body. I mean, of course you're going to use it under the armpits, but there's other places that get stinky. If you know what I mean, how about those feet? You know, maybe a little thigh action. Um, this was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO is being misdiagnosed and mistreated. It's a clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours hours. Currently, I am using the toasted coconut deodorant. I also have another whole body deodorant by them, the lavender sage one. It's more like a cream. So when I went to St. Lucia, I brought this, you know, I would use it on my feet. I would use it after the airplane just to keep smelling fresh and good and really, you know, block those horrible smells. Um, I also love that you can just throw it in your bag. It's baking soda free, parabene free. It's pH balanced for safe to use below the belt. And they have amazing scents. They have clean tangerine, the lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Um, and they have a starter pack. So the starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with the solid stick deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, which that's the one I'm most obsessed with, and two free products of your choice. They have like a mini body wash or deodorant wipes and free shipping. As a special offer to listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code JUDGY at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com. 
com and use code judgy. That's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. I'm simply obsessed. You guys especially good so you don't get those smelly flats. We've all had a smelly flat story where you've had to take off your flats and your feet stink. Get Lumi deodorant to use over your whole body. Check them out. I have been using whey products for years now. That's O-U-A-I. And they just have released a new anti-frizz cream. And if you think about it, everyone has frizz. If you have thin, thick hair, you know, wavy, curly, straight, everyone still has a frizz problem. Um, But you guys can check out their new anti-frizz cream. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. Plus it has heat protection. I'm someone that uses the Dyson. Then I straight iron my hair. So this is definitely helping reduce and repair split ends. It quenches the dry hair with intense hydration. And according to consumer perception studies, 90% of participants agreed with their hair looking less frizzy using this product. Plus their scents are incredible. This is, um, a Sydney-inspired North Bondi scent. Um, It has like lemon and violet. All of their scents are incredible. Um, I always use their leave-in conditioner. I use their detox shampoo once a week. I also use their hair oil. I am obsessed with Whey. Be frizz-free and go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code TJG for 15% off any of their products. That's T-H-E- O-U-A-I.com, promo code TJG, always getting 15% off. Check out Way. Everyone is always trying to drink water. You're trying to get down as much as you can in a day, and it can be challenging, but not with liquid IV. I tear, I pour, and I live more. Literally one stick and 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. It is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It has eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, and it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks. Um, I just, I try to drink as much water as I can, but liquid IV, I feel like doubles it. Um, I'm obsessed with the different flavors. Right now I'm a raspberry lemon girl. Also really enjoy their white peach. They're also sugar-free. They have lemon lime, they have green grape. Um, And it just makes drinking water less laborious. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. You can get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TJG at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TJG at liquidiv.com. And we are back. Okay. Potomac, you know, I think we've been blessed with such great episodes with like everything that's going on. So I'm not going to say this episode was a bad one, but it was more of a filler episode for me compared to what we have been seeing. I loved visiting Karen's Surrey, which I literally spelled S-I-R-I. Siri. Yeah. I think it was like S-U-R-R-E-Y. Or is it S-U-R-R-Y? I don't know. It was two hours outside of Potomac and close you, enough, but just far enough for Ashley for, and her, for hot her to pink leave heels, leave baby Dean. But um, I also thought it was like so funny. Like Giselle's like, I just imagine it like men with straws in their mouth and cowboy hats and overalls and 
I, I just, I felt like they were like, oh, we're going so far out to the farm. I'm like, you're two hours outside the city. Like, come on. <laughs> so and when Ray Karen's- couldn't get the girls out fast enough. Okay. But here's like, before the girls came over to Karen's talking to Ray, I had to, sometimes I had to write down these like ridiculous moments that I see. Cause I'm like, I need to remember to, to, to mention this because I didn't mention something last week and I forgot. Karen pouring her coffee. Um, like her coffee mate it was like an international delight like watching her pour her coffee i was like i think that's all creamer and literally no coffee it's like three thousand calories of creamer well unless it's a sugar-free one who knows but it was just i was like this is an excessive amount of coffee creamer i think people like a really sugary coffee some people maybe it just it it seemed like it was how do you take your coffee um i like the splash of cream Mm -hmm. but i could also just drink it black what kind of cream um so it depends on the season actually sure, i prefer sure. usually like a, a sugar-free fe- french vanilla personally oh okay, okay. um what about you just half and half okay just yeah but I organic also use, like, properly I, I also use a dunkin donuts like k-cup like french vanilla so i don't necessarily need it i just like to have like just a little hit mm. yeah i just then, do like a medium roast yeah um no sugar wow you're healthy totally okay wait i've been drinking apple cider vinegar in the morning Ooh, like is that getting you going it just makes you pee a lot oh (laughs) it's a diuretic yeah oh wow is it a water pill are you like on the sonia dorinda train (laughs) no i just put a little in the morning out the with the hot water and i drank it on the way to school wow and i feel like my tummy is going down by so much they say, hey, they say that it's like a, it's like a metabolism kick and like you're supposed to like some, you can lose weight from it. It's not working you. yet, but. Well, so these things take time. <laughs> these things take time. Um, also though, every episode of Potomac, I'm like, please stop letting us hear the ring doorbell because my dog mm-hmm. goes crazy every do, episode. Do, Last week do, with. Do, do. <laughs> Last week when everyone came over to Karen's house, they showed it every single time. My dog barked. I had to throw her off the bed so she could sprint down the stairs and run to the door. I'm like, nobody is there. Like, please stop. Happened again this week. I was like, okay, do they have a sponsorship with Ring? Is this that secret sponsorship that they're doing again? Because now we're like Pavlov's conditioning where we just hear that song sound and we're like, Amazon.com, Ring.com. I hate it. I I wish. I'm really pissed we didn't go to Taco Bell. Where Karen first worked. I thought it was Burger King. I think it was both. Oh, I love it. I would have loved to see it. Okay. Also, I have a confession and I texted you this. You guys, I was convinced that Karen was in her 70s. I, I was like, I was like, Ray's in his 70s. And maybe that's where I got it from. But when we met Karen, so we met Karen's family and I was like, wow, like she must have a really long lineage of older relatives that like live for a long time like they, everyone looks so healthy like i was like they have to be in their like 90s <laughs> well that one is 57 <laughs> <laughs> i think aunt charlene might have been aunt charlene that took her to the first michael jackson concert um i loved meeting her family i thought it was so fun i thought seeing you know karen and i think it was giselle that or karen kind of alluded to it but she brought purposely brought giselle and ashley because she wanted to like kind of show them like i'm not just the grand dame this is like i love the like story that her family was literally like slaves and they bought this plantation and Mm -hmm. they sell this corn all around the world and you know ashley's getting in the tractor in pink heels i thought i think this was like a very like cute episode to see 
care and be super vulnerable. Like this whole like going in to see the church and her missing her parents and everything came like really full circle. I feel like Karen, I think Karen's telling a good story this season of like of like her vulnerability yes who is karen and not just the grand dame we see on television Mm -hmm. and i think it's doing her wonders with the viewers i think we're all loving her now listen the parade (laughs) i thought we okay you guys i thought we were also i was like oh we're going to like her college that she went to and we're going to the homecoming game like I, i was thinking like the homecoming parade or like the high school homecoming parade like it's just a homecoming parade for people, like a weekend in Surrey? No, no, no. I think there's probably one high school in the whole town, and that was the homecoming parade for the high school, right? I, I didn't know, but I was like, I think nobody's here. Yeah. It was a small parade. And when she was like, No, yeah, it actually just, uh, seems like a big, it seemed like everyone in the town was in the parade, and there was no yeah, watchers no, of the parade. Yeah. Exactly. Lots of candy throwing. Lots of candy throwing. <laughs> okay, when they somebody threw a milk dud and it just hit Ashley. <laughs> just I was like, did you just get pelted with the milk dud? I thought it was really fun. But then when when um I was just laughing because Karen was like, well, when we were in New Orleans, <laughs> yeah, Giselle, loser. And she's like, Queen Dumb, Queen Dumb. And I was like, Karen, I I don't think this parade's that much bigger. <laughs> And Karen's, like, in her blue, like, suit, waving, like, you have a beautiful baby, like, thinking she's Beyonce. She's, like, or, like, almost like a note from Monique and Dean last week of the politician. (laughs) But I did, I did, Giselle was, like, she got out of this town. She is a big, everyone, everyone knows a celebrity from their town. They're, like, oh, that person. yours? Like, Jared Goff is from Novato, the Rams quarterback. Um... Will Farrell went to like my rival high school. Oh, Gavin Gavin Newsom went to my rival high school. Uh, Robin Tony, Williams, Robin Williams did too. Um, Tony Tony from No Doubt, you know the guitarist. Yeah, like he there's everyone has you know people from their hometown right. that, that like made it big. Yeah, totally. I mean, I thought again, I'm just making fun of, but it was very sweet. I thought it was great, and I thought you know, yeah, I did appreciate Giselle saying like she got out, like good for her and. You know, and I thought Ashley wasn't really too snarky either. Usually she's got a little bit like I, she... I mean, Ashley put a tracker in Michael's booty. It slid okay. right in. So <laughs> when she said that, I was like, we get it. But then, okay, so today somebody posted a, tw- uh, a video from like season one and just it's like a slowed down shot. You go to our Twitter and see it. Um, but it shows Michael grabbing the producer's butt. I mean, are we surprised? No, it's just we hadn't seen it on camera. Okay. Now, like, well, it was there. We right. just, nobody had caught it. It's finally been caught today. And I was like, whoa. And to me, I was like, oh, it looks like they're friends and it's kind of funny. But then it's also, like, probably not because the producer was offended. But it looked like, you know, just Michael probably thought he was just playing a little game of grab ass. And it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, but also that's why I actually, I feel like maybe Ashley is just playing the long game. And that's why I she's so getting too. this like post-nuptial agreement. She's going to get exactly what she wants because she knows his indiscretions will follow and she'll get the money and can walk away. And I just also feel like, again, I think Ashley has a respect for Michael, but she's like, fuck, Michael, do this behind closed doors. Stop getting caught. Like, you- this is what's so annoying. Yeah. 
Like, you make me have to defend because we have this open relationship, but, like, the girls won't understand. And, like, then I say the end is... The whole thing, I mean, we keep, like, in the scenes before, too, we keep bringing it up. Like, oh, gossip in the city. Like, Michael's ass. Like, we keep bringing it up. And I'm like, okay, but, like, we got to get to either let's move on. I don't care. I don't need to see Michael on his skivvies anymore knowing there's a tracker in his butt, okay? What if you just, what if the picture, there's, like, a a red light on his butt right there because, like, the tracker is, like, emitting a red light? I mean, it's got to be hard in COVID to cheat. You're right. That's, I actually thought about that. I got, I thought about that. You tried, you you thought about cheating? No. (laughs) Just like all the cheaters out there that were like, oh, I had to stay late at work or, oh, happy hour. Yeah. All this shit. That's all, that was all over. Like, oh, business trip. Yeah. Well, your business trip is on Zoom now, bitch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. Okay, wow. let's, I hope there's a support group for them. <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about Robin and so which part? There, there's three, there are three different parts in this episode about Robin. When she was Tatiana, I was hysterically laughing and literally. Did Juan, you borrow Katie's wig from last season from part the Party City wig? Like it was, <laughs> I mean, Juan was laughing too. He was like, "Um, okay, like I'll I'll play along. I'm Dylan." Wait, the best part, though, was when she said, like, hey, can I sit here? He's like, yeah, sure. What the hell? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> he literally thought it was some random person. He was and, like, like, Robin would just sit on the other side. Did you did you leave the house like that? <laughs> he, and she's like, oh, where I come. She's like, oh, what do you do? He's like, uh, I play football. She's like, oh, where I come, come from. They call it football. <laughs> she's like, I'm from He's like, Latvia. He's like, where's that? <laughs> And then she's like, let me get the lint out of your beard. Ugh, yeah, it's like then, so okay. not sexy. I know. It made me think of like, did you ever watch Modern Family where like Phil and Claire, they like did the they did the role play? Like it just was like this. Con- it, it's like It reminded me of Quinn, guys. Quinn, R-H- <laughs> R-H-O-C. You Roxy? W- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I often think about her. I, where is she She now? lives in NorCal. Oh. <laughs> she lives in Auburn. I might have done a deep dive the other day. <laughs> wow. Why don't you share this with us? You might as well just give us her social security number. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, I love that. That so wow, she moved. Is she does she know Billy still? No Billy. Billy's out of the picture. Damn it. I wonder if Roxy has any friends. Maybe yeah, Roxy and Tatiana could probably be friends. They would definitely be friends. And then Rena would probably bring one of her beard or beards. I mean, the, the girl that works at Starbucks wasn't that one of her occupations? Oh yeah, Sabrina yeah. or Sabina or something. Yeah. Oh God, guys, I need a life. But but anyway, so then, but okay, the food that they ordered, he put down some corn, and I was like, I would mm. kill for that. It looked so good. But then, so she mentions it slightly when she's at Candace's house before, but she's like, in just accidentally forgot to report $90,000 to the IRS, like, or owes them. She's like, if I just would have filed some forms. I'm like, Robin! She's like, I forgot about a few things that I got money for. Uh, And now she basically has, like, a lien probably on her house. 90K is no joke. And they were, like, bankrupt before. and And I believe that a lot of what happened to them before was also Robin's fault. So like, Robin, why are you still doing you your own accounting? <laughs> she has an accountant. The accountant was on the phone. Like, Robin, what are you doing? And she acts We're, just like no big deal. Like, no what is deal. she on? She, her like dopamine levels, like, 
She's just like no stress. Well, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, you know, and then like Juan's like, so that's on you. Like Juan's like, we're not getting basically. Juan's not getting married to to her until she pays that night. It's like Slade and Gretchen. Yeah. Oh, they'll never get married because of his financial child support issues. Yeah. I mean, it's just you know, I like looked at that. He's like, well, that's on you, and she's like, and I'm like, stop talking about your taxes while you're Tatiana and Dylan. Well, they were trying to keep it light because of the taxes. <laughs> Mm, yeah okay so let's go back because let's go to candace back to candace's house with her tea cookies and lemonade and strawberries she literally put like the the, this her presentation of these this cookiness Mm -hmm. bothered me like she put so much she she put she's like a home goods queen she has so much shit on her freaking table (laughs) and we know it's all from home goods i just know it is and Mm -hmm. She literally put, like, she was trying to make a cute plate, whatever, and she put, like, the strawberries in, like, it was, like, a cake thing, you yeah, know? Yeah, cover. Yeah, or, like, for like flies. I was, like, yeah. we're at inside the house. Like, mm-hmm. you don't, why are you covering her with the strawberries? I just was bothered by it. I, I agree. And then when she's, like, these are my favorite tea cookies, I'm, like, Candace, we know you don't have tea all the time, okay? Those are just straight up cookies, okay? They were Milano's. <laughs> I know a Milano when I see one. <laughs> I like them too. The mint kind. <laughs> no, there was wait, like a square one too. Wait, though, on, next on to a it. side note, I mm-hmm. I just stood, um, rediscovered. I tried them a really long time ago. What are they called? They're in a green package. They're from I think like Nantucket. Is it like Taft's cookies? What are they? They're like a thin, crispy cookie. What is it called? Oh my god! Everyone's screaming it right now. I've never heard of this. Oh my god! They're like. What kind of cookie? Tate's. They're Tate's cookies. Okay. I've never heard of it. Oh, my God. Tate's Bake Shop cookies. They're out of Southampton. Oh. You got your wrong rich people place. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, they're delicious. What kind of cookies are they? They're just like you can get like a chocolate chip. You can – there's like a chocolate walnut. There's a gluten-free one. They're just really thin, crispy cookies. You can order them from – No, no. Like they're at grocery stores. Oh, oh, Okay. I don't know. I thought you. I thought I was like, when are you taking trips to the Hamptons <laughs> just for your Tate's cookies? Which just and so Robin's over there. Candace is like, oh, so you, so Robin's like, yeah. So Karen made it seem like she called everyone over to talk about it. it. Was really about Monique, and Monique doesn't even feel any remorse at all. And Candace is like, she doesn't feel any remorse and guys i just cannot get on candace's side even though violence is wrong it doesn't mean i'm on monique's side i just can't i can't put my my money my stock into candace here candace i i actually i feel really bad for her because she's like are you kidding me let me take my napkin and put it in a triangle (laughs) and corner my face with it um but i i i could you imagine if someone physically assaulted you and literally has no remorse and is telling the other women that? Like, I – okay, I think she should press charges. And no, this is what I think. I think okay. that she should document what happened. I know it's on video camera, but legally report it to the police. I was attacked, and it just needs to be, like, a filed, like, a report. I don't know if she needs to press – Why, though? Because it needs to be documented if it happens again. Mm, I see what you're saying. Like, it okay. needs a paper trail. I know we have a video trail, but, like, legally with the authorities, whether it, it needs to be reported to the police department. So, again, I'm going to go back to what I said last week. 
first off, if she's gonna if she's gonna uh, press charges against Monique, she needs to press charges against Dorothy too, okay? Because that bitch, her own mother, <laughs> hit her in the head with a purse because she pissed her off last season. So I'm. But just that's family. This isn't blood. This isn't blood. You can you can hit they family they were sisters at one point. <laughs> they said they. I just think like. When I look at why Candace gets upset, is it, I feel like it's because it, stand, it stems from her own personal issues. It's not that Monique did this. Like, I just think that this is something that's happened. And, you know, somebody DM'd us and brought up a really good point. And they said that they thought when, Can- when Monique was saying, like, well, getting in my face is just as bad as hitting is what they were, what they interpreted it as, which I thought was an interesting point. And you tell me what you think. Is that they were saying that there's abuse in all different ways. There's emotional abuse and there's physical abuse. And so they were looking as like Monique was literally being emotionally abused by Candace. And so that her equivalent was like, well, I attacked her physically, but I felt emotionally like I was being attacked in that same way. I get that, but that's two different things. Like okay. you can you can stop being friends and stop emotionally abuse someone. When someone won't take their hands off you, that's a different thing. It's a no no. Yeah. So what did you think about when Candace said that Karen told her she would press charges? If it was Karen, she would have pressed charges. I would have, too. If this happened to me, I 100% would have gone to the police station that night and reported this. Absolutely. Someone puts your hands on you. Yes. What would what would you do? If someone seriously did this to you, you wouldn't go to the police that night. No. If some a friend. Yeah. so here's the thing. It's like I think it I makes it even like, worse that it was a friend. I but I think if it was a friend, it'd be different. I think if it was a friend that we were on a TV sh- show together, where I feel like I have somewhat of like producer backing or like a Bravo thing, like because I think Candace is also very worried about her job. So when she's like, "I'm gonna press charges," she's like, "Well, well I'm gonna talk to Bravo and see what they say." So it's on the table. It's on the table because I got to see what happens first. I don't know. There's, I see where you're coming from with the point of having, of reporting it and documenting it. It's just, to me, I'm like, I, I can't take Candace as a full victim here. And you, you said you don't think she even adopted that dog. Okay. Maui? Not wait, Ma- Ma- wait, Ma- what was Moana? What was the dog's name? Maui? Moana? Oh, I don't know. Started. I don't know. I don't know. I feel but like it was a Disney name. It could have been. But here's what makes me mad, okay? Candace goes into that <laughs> shelter fully knowing she is not adopting a dog that day, <laughs> but going in for goodwill, right? Like, she wants to be seen as like, and she's like, we've got to decide. And I'm like, okay, first off, you don't go... A shelter is so sad, like, to go in and see these poor dogs that just want to be adopted, and she's just, like, using the dog as a prop, I felt, where she said, "Mm, you could be good, and you're like, you know, she's not taking that dog home, and that poor dog just, and, like, and then she's holding that dog when she's like, I think I'm going to press charges, or, like, Dorothy's like, you should press charges. Dorothy's pissed. Again, Dorothy, you hit your kid with a purse. Dorothy's like, we're calling the attorneys. No one threatens to kill someone. Ugh, Dorothy, I just cannot stand her. And I just feel, what happened to the dog? Because I don't think Candace has a dog yet. <laughs> I don't think she does. And throughout COVID, that was when all the shelters were were emptying because people were adopting dogs. And I don't like when people also say this, too. Mm. I don't like when people say that they want to adopt a dog to see if they're ready to have a baby. They're different. <laughs> <laughs> like when she's like, yeah, Chris wants to put a test on me to see if I can handle this dog. And I'm like, 
What? No, that's not how it works. Like, get a dog because you want to get a dog. Am I wrong? I I do think, like, dogs are a lot of responsibility. Like, you have to come home and let it out. Like, I think I I agree (laughs) on that. I just think it's very much it's like, you know, things like that. You're a 34 year old, 33, 34 year old woman. Like, maybe she needs a taste of responsibility to see if she can handle it. Why? Her mom's just. And this is her first step of responsibility. Whatever you want to say, Mary. I, I can't believe you're such a Candace defender. I'm, I'm not. I don't even like her. I want her to be gone. Polly Pocket, see you later. Okay, but so then, so when they're in... <laughs> so when they're in um, Surrey, Monique calls Ashley. And I thought this was interesting. I thought it was interesting um, that she was saying basically, like, you know... Um, she was kind of repeating what's going on. Monique's like, oh, I'm so bummed I can't be there. And, you know, Giselle has to walk away at some point, too, because she just can't handle this, that, you know, she's not taking remorse. And then it comes to light. Ashley's like, so you told, like, Karen was like, well, I told Candace that I would have considered pressing charges. And Ashley's like, well, does Monique know you said that? She's like, no, but I'm going to tell her. And then. Yeah, that, like, that's definitely going to be, like, a story, like, that's going to come come to light. <laughs> Well, and then Ashley even said, too, like, Candace looks at Karen like a mother figure. So when she says things like that, like, Candace is going to take that to truth, that, like, she probably should do this. And I don't know if it's necessary. Well, she's going to do it. She's going to do it. And her goal is to get her to go to jail. Yeah, that was, like, now. That's why I'm, like, I can't get that. So that was too much for you. But I do think this needs to be, like, in the system in a paper trail, like I said. I, I don't think she needs to go to jail. I don't think, I don't know. Think I mean you would no, really go to jail for that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how these things work. <laughs> Never been to jail yet, guys. <laughs> that's the like day is young, that's my like my biggest fear that something's gonna happen. I'll end up in jail somehow. I watch too much Dateline. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. I like get um, nervous okay. about that. That's like your biggest fear. Yeah. Okay. And night in jail. Yeah. Sometimes I think. Guys, like wrong place at the wrong time. Dark. Okay. Or like you snap. No, I wouldn't do that. Sometimes I think like. Sometimes no, I think I, I need think to I care more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like sometimes I think like, oh God, like you start like getting really meta and you're like, okay, free will. Like I have the free will to do anything. <laughs> like what if one day I just decided to drive my car off a cliff? And I'm like, well, that would be silly. I'm not Thelma or Louise. <laughs> and then you're like, what if I just like, what if I just took this crowbar and said, fuck you, ex-boyfriend and bashed his car in? That's oh, crazy. That would be Jess from Below Deck. Which, wait, that ended. Wait, uh, yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> wait, we'll go into it. Let's finish Potomac, and then you could give us a, a below-deck recap, too. So um, we also got to see, like, Wendy and her sister Ivy, the surgeon. You know, her mom has two doctors. One's a PhD. One's, like, a surgeon. And they, they were pretty funny, like, their mom impersonation. But oh, yeah. I'm just, like, not completely diving into the storyline. Like, I, I guess I just don't really care about it. I think this is a season two, your second season storyline. I, I agree. We need to get to know you. You're already jumping off. Now, listen, I know this is her real life, so it's different. But I think it's more like you take the first season, Wendy. You let it be seen who you are as a person. You'll probably get more jobs as um, a political as a commenta- commentator. Right. 
Totally. Get that. And then that's when you use that, like, you know, I'm on a popular show. I'm showing um, I'm showing a good side of myself, blah, blah, blah. Then you go to your mom's t- season two. I did really like Wendy's lipstick in this scene. Mm-hmm. I like it was I was like, I want to do that to my lips. I just really liked it. In a, in a lighter color. Yeah. It's like a, it, it like a darker purple. But it yeah. didn't look like um, it looks good. It yeah. looks really good. Yeah, but yeah, the mom impersonation cracked me up. It also cracked me up, too, that they ordered the same thing, but Wendy got sausage, but then her sister was eating all the sausage from Wendy's plate. I don't know if you know. They, uh, they also seemed like they got so much food. Yeah, but I just heard the penne, but without the sausage for Wendy, for Ivy and with the sausage for Wendy. I don't know. I love seeing the food. <laughs> so hungry. You re- you're really into that corn. Or- <laughs> I mean, I, I you know, I have to say, I'm always so happy that the housewives, that they always show us them ordering. Oh, and also I noticed that um, Giselle ate a bag of Lay's potato chips, uh, salt mm-hmm. and vinegar Yeah, flavor. sitting in the back yep, of the car yep, while they were yep. driving. Totally. <laughs> okay, so then we had to, we ended the episode with Monique and her pastor. Her hair was very interesting in this scene. It was like two like buns. It was like a an opposite Princess Leia. Yes. So Pastor, they're on top of each other. Pastor Chad and the First Lady come in. I had never heard of this First Lady before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. um maybe because like- my church, you're not allowed to be married. Yes. For because a priest. Yes. Yes. I thought, I thought this, you said you really liked what the pastor said. What I thought was interesting too is I felt, first when Monique started talking, I was like, she's going to give like a watered down version of it because it's like to the pastor. But then I thought she was being completely honest and like really opened up. And I thought the conversation was a really moving conversation, except for the fact that the way she spoke in this compared to like her presence on social media and how she's doubled down now, I was really surprised by that. I felt like he really dug into her. He was like, you need to be honest in your heart. He like, knew she did something wrong and was like why did you get to that level like she was she really broke her down and she's like i'm tired of people nitpicking and proving myself and you know that and then like that she totally like triggered from all of this and he's like you know you need to reconcile a lot with yourself and like someone bothered you so much that you got physical with someone but that's comes from inside yourself and then she's like totally comes to terms with it i really like she finally got there she's like they didn't deserve this like i need to apologize i was like oh wow she really came around i was like really proud of her I totally agree. That's why I was like, I'm so thrown off that she's still on social media, like doubling down on it because she had such this could have been yeah. Here. This could and been I the thought, moment. and I, I almost wish that the pastor had encouraged her to call Candace at that point and just say like, hey, I'm happy to like do it with a mediator around. Like even Chris was saying like, oh, you know, Chris and I have such a good relationship, and I haven't said anything, and I just like Chris is looking like we're just going to move on from this in a sense which I think he really wants. And I thought that the pastor, he was just, he was so, like, forgiving in a sense, the way he was talking to her. Like, look inside yourself. Like, why is this happening? That she literally, when she was crying, saying, like, I need to apologize. Like, yeah, just, she looked yeah, good. Like, I, she came, she had a breakthrough. That's why I'm like, what happened? So I'm like, the, I'm like, the, the pressing of the charges then is what must set her back off. Because I'm like, it must have just been, like, she just took too long to say anything, where she keeps saying, like, the adrenaline's finally calmed down. And I also get, but it's like, I also get that. Like, I think she maybe should have texted something. It was like, obviously, at some point, we're going to have to talk. I need time. 
And I, that, like, yeah, I need that time. Was, yeah. Like, she should have probably, or Chris could have reached out to Chris and said, like, hey, I don't want this to, you know, something like, she needed to give the first step because now it's like, Candace is also just like getting angry and angrier because it's like, well, you did this to me and you're not saying anything. And then I'm here, you're not remorseful. And it's like, you know, but I also think Candace is like, I don't think Monique is that worried about her job on this show, but I just feel like Candace is super worried about her status here of like, am I the victim? Like what, how far can I push this to like with pressing charges and like, where will Bravo take it? They're both clipped. In my book, they're both clipped. I'm going to, I think we have to see what happens on the reunion. I guess we'll just keep on tuning in, people. Um, speaking of reunions, Below Deck reunions next week. It ended kind of an anticlimactic ending. It was all about Jess and Rob this week. Was he going to go to Bali? Guys, well, shocked he went. Wow. I, I literally was shocked. I didn't think he said he was going to do the crossing. They had What's a horrible time in Bali. Horrible. Wait, they fought. They, they fought even before they got on the plane. Did they gave us an update at the end? I saw a watch what happens live after. Um, I also heard that Sandy and Malia are currently filming Below Deck met another season and they're together. That's what I heard too. So I hope that like, like cameo so, thing comes out. And but not only that, like Bravo, what? Like there's been such backlash on them. That but I maybe they like just like already started it like before. They But they seen the footage. So they not at Bravo. It's like whatever 51 Minds or whoever produces it, you know, like who, who casts it. But I'm like, you guys thought that the viewers were going to be on their side. I think that Bravo in this reunion, because Andy asks more of the questions and I think more stuff is going to come out about what Hannah had on the boat. I heard it was real marijuana. Not the real stuff. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think gosh. there's going to be some stuff at the reunion. Um, so you think that in this reunion they're going to try to paint Captain Sandy and Malia in, like in a good light? I do. Like they're not going to give Hannah. I do. I do. Wow. I you know I I haven't. Do again, you think they watched... go into you know it's like obviously they edit it a certain way, and then mm. do you think that? They're like, oh, shit. We edited it this way, and, like, the audience isn't going this way with us. That's why – but, okay, that's why a little bit I think what happened with um, Beverly Hills this season. Right. They expected everyone to be like, ew, Denise. Mm-hmm. Cheater. And, and I think what they're going to try to do for Below Death, without having watched half of the season now, but having a – an opinion that doesn't matter, but I feel like they're going to try in the reunion to like, because Malia and Tom aren't together is like, try to put things on Tom and Malia being like the good girlfriend and just trying to defend him because I don't think, I don't think Tom's going to come to the reunion. Well, even better for her. Oh no, actually he does because they were lovey dovey. I think they were together for the reunion. Sorry. Oh, interesting. Because I thought, like, oh, maybe they'll, like, spin it so that Malia's, you know, the good girlfriend and Tom's the bad person. Because how are you going to get people to – like, are you going to watch next Yeah, season? yeah, I am. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm watching OC. Basically, what won't I watch, people? True, true. Okay, speaking of, let's let's just go into OC. I – Guys, Say we it. said it, but like we enjoyed this episode. I didn't hate it. No, Maybe it was low Gina on my TV. Absolutely not. Gina, Gina Keo. No, Gina Keo can come on my screen anytime. Gina, when I heard that voice, Gina Keo. Yeah, she did the introduction. You texted mm-hmm. me, and I was like, "Oh, this is for sure, Gina Keo. The seasons just don't turn; they change us forever." But, but Mary, 
the fact that this is okay so this is why like sometimes i just cannot quit bravo the fact that they knew we would recognize gina's voice without even seeing her is like a testament to how long we've been following these franchises why don't you think they said like anything like that it was her they just didn't need they didn't so need here's to. so somebody dm'd b- before this and they said didn't that intro feel like an intro for the final season mm. and to me i was like whoa what if every episode they do something where it's an older house like Lori's next week yes. we didn't get taglines no tag we ne- this also their tagline always starts off this way it always starts off with a shot of the pier mm-hmm a, a seagull flying about and like thinking about what's happened the previous season and then giving a little bit of the upcoming season too. I had kind of like forgot where we left off. Same. I I just I remembered Vicky and Tamara were gone. That was all. And then I was like, wait, why is Emily and Shannon in a fight? I mean, no, 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 no. Oh, Bronwyn. Uh, sorry, Emily and Bronwyn. I was like, why are they in the fight? And then I was kept on being like, wait, I don't remember Bronwyn being such an alcoholic. <laughs> Same, same i was like i mean I, yeah she partied and had fun but like i don't remember yeah, and then really that's the that theme was that was the theme <laughs> it was like but even in the intro i love that they showed that everyone holding their oranges from every season till now it was like it felt like this weird walk down memory lane like i almost felt like it was a little like desperate housewives did mm-hmm. you ever watch it like when, oh like, yeah that was house, like but- the whole i mean but didn't you feel like that intro was like almost mysterious kind of like lane, that? Coda de yeah. Casa behind the gates? Mm-hmm. And it just felt, it weirdly felt like very nostalgic. Where I was like, I kind of miss this. I enjoyed the episode. I think everyone is in like such a good place, and it seems like so much has happened. Like, so yes. we see Shannon. She's in Newport. Does she own that house? I'm going to say yes. Okay. So Shannon's in Newport. We get introduced to John right away. Um, He's so cute. I think I uh, – okay. Okay. Um, Just say it. So no. Okay. So they're not (laughs) – so they're not living together. And obviously it's like she wants a ring before they're going to move in together. I heard he's poor. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh God, Normie! No, but I just, I, I, I just, I don't know if that matters. But okay, no, I. But I mean, he's a little dumb because when she said, "Can you check on the chicken?" and he went into the refrigerator instead of the oven, I was worried for John. But I thought Shannon just seemed in such a good spot there. Like I was like, I would, I would watch a a spinoff of. Shan of the Bador bunch like it was like very Brady bunch like he has three kids she has three kids like and she just seemed so happy but it was like it was cute all the kids together I do think they like liked each other like the kids had gone and got earrings piercings no tattoos and then okay when Adelaide said <laughs> you go ahead <laughs> the, does the tattoo say insert here on John's butt <laughs> I mean, I love that she, her kids are, like, older, and they've actually seen her – their mom go through so many struggles, and now, like, mom's in, like, a healthy, good place and yeah. happy with this man, and he has a family, too. And then we got, like, all the flashbacks of David eating salsa and <laughs> chips and it, – It just – she just seems so much happier, and, like, I was like, this is the Brady Bunch I want to watch. I do not need to go to Gina's freaking house with her little town home. And listen – I can't even afford that townhome, okay? I'm poor. I can't afford to live anywhere, okay? Like, I'm renting. It's whatever. But, like, I don't watch that show to watch poor people. 
six kids in two bedrooms. That was a lot. It was tough. That was, was that was hard to watch. Um, it was really hard to watch. Yeah. And I don't want to see it. Well, and then I think, it. like, the women made a really good point. Like, she already moved to them with this guy. Um, and they've, like, already Travis. merged their two families. He seems sweet. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm I mean, sure, like, that know. whole, like, lawyer scene... I mean, she's trying She's trying to do the best she can for her kids. She wants to co-parent. We're actually going to see Matt next week. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and was, she says she's, yeah. she's got the love chub. And that was what I was going to say. That I was like, that was good because when that trailer came out, I was like, oh, man, that makes me – it made me sad to see her like that. But when she was like, no, I got the love chub, I was like, okay, that makes me feel better that it's like that because I, I was worried about her. Like – I was worried for Gina, but honestly, she just needs she train. just she just needs to be shamed into dieting. She said it herself. <laughs> well, she should call Teddy. <laughs> all in, all in. <laughs> she should go all in. Okay, so then I decided to that Emily is the Teddy of Orange County. Like she's like Bronwyn. I'm gonna hold you responsible. It's like, guys, I don't. Okay, Bronwyn likes to party. Clearly, I just. Now, look, we saw her at Watch What Happens Live, uh, or, sorry, Watch What Crappens at the Crappies, and she was a little intoxicated there. So, like, does she probably overdrink? Sure. She's also, like, super tiny. Yeah. But I just don't, I felt like this storyline came out of nowhere, and they kept making it. I think uh, she did something really embarrassing at Rick's, like, really, I mean, I'm sure she did drink for four days straight. I'm sure she said she was taking shots so she wouldn't get the shakes. She was drinking until she was puking. Like, I, I think like, she, Oh, is that not acceptable? She was on a bender. That's me in college. She, she, she <laughs> was on a bender. Um, and then I, it was also, yeah. like, really interesting to hear. She's like, yeah, and then I would get pregnant and, like, I wouldn't drink. So, and then I was breastfeeding. So, like, she's... She, like, literally physically couldn't drink. Right, she, like, right. Yeah. I thought, well, I just... And I'm not saying, like, she, maybe she has a drinking problem. I think, you know, she's being honest with her storyline and great for that. Just to me, it was like they kept flashing back to all these previous scenes last season that I was like, this wasn't even a thing. My name is Bronwyn, and I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Bronwyn. No, but I just thought it was very much like, okay, now we're pulling this out. But they kept making a point to her for her to say, oh, no, I'm not drinking. No, I'm going to just have water. Did you know? I want to know season, what she scene? did at Rick's 60th because yeah. I, I what think. What happened in that Miami bar? I, I think club. it was like, or I mean, maybe she just blacked out the whole weekend. She doesn't know what happened. Maybe she had to get her stomach pumped. Something, something, I need to something know something happened, happened. It, that had to be pretty dark. Mm-hmm, I agree. Um, and then Sean said she would have to go to rehab. But then also I feel like what's going on with, like, her current state? So, like, her goal this season is, like, to not drink. To, her goal for the rest of her life is, like, not to booze anymore. I, I she think said she's still going to drink, though. No, she didn't. She said on the couch with Emily. Emily said, so I'll help you ho- be, hold you accountable. Are you saying you don't want to drink? And she said, I don't think I can never not drink. No, she said the goal is to not drink again. Mm, that, okay. that was, she said the goal is not to drink, like, ever again. And she's scared not to do that i also she's she's not like the i think everyone thinks of an alcoholic as someone that wakes up and drinks vodka out of a plastic bottle every day she's the type of drinker that she doesn't know when to stop exactly and goes overboard every single time yeah did you also notice sorry to go back to gina's casita bunk beds but did you notice that shannon brought nine lemons in a bowl 
I loved it. I thought that was a good callback too. Um, I'm going to speed fast forward to something because I thought it was funny too. So Bronwyn, Shannon, Bronwyn, and Kelly now all live in the same neighborhood. Crazy. Bronwyn bought an. Do you think Bronwyn owns her house? I do. Okay, it's 8,000 square feet. There's all these things. She has a dance club in there. Nightclub, like, meditation room, a movie theater, a pirate ship. <laughs> like, there's just a lot going on in that house. But I wanted to speed up to, because Kelly and Shannon aren't talking still, because Kelly talked to Jim, Jimmy the Chin Bellino about that lawsuit he had filed against Tamara and Shannon. Bronwyn sets up, like, a, you know, a talk for them. And Kelly, okay, Again, Kelly Dot is the worst. Hilarious. But the gift Hilarious. that she gave to Shannon of Uno, because now there's only one Amiga left. That was hilarious. I cackled. That that was hilarious. <laughs> was like, like so funny. But uh, uh, Shannon Shannon laughed too. She's like she did, and she said it was thoughtful because you had to think about that kind of gift. And I, you know, we all knew this was going to happen anyways. We knew like when Tamara and Vicky were gone that Shannon was going to have to team up with Kelly to be the queen bee. It's interesting because Shannon was on Watch What Happens Live tonight, so I caught, caught a little bit of it before we set up. And I can't tell if her and Kelly are, are friendly anymore. I think they're done. Okay. I, I can't tell, though, but it's But no, but then she just sent she just sent her the, Oh, true. She's sick. True. Yeah. But I can't tell, like, if it's, like, a arm's length, like, we're neighbors kind of thing, or if, like, they're close friends, because it's just, you know, they, they seem to never be able to stay on that um what did you think about the new neighbor um i'm not new neighbor elizabeth vargas yes lots of people think that you guys are twins i think she looks like dana pam um i don't know how i feel about being her twin but (laughs) yeah i don't think you got i think in the that one photo you guys look a lot alike i think when the season start but then again like everyone call would you rather be elizabeth or vicky because that's the other person. I, I, get. I, oh, I get Teresa Judice. Okay. Also, you guys, I look nothing like Vicky. Like, do like no, no. I don't think I look like Teresa either. No. And then I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm already self conscious about having a two and a half head. And then you guys are just <laughs> enforcing that it exists. Okay. Okay. This is what. So I I wish I didn't watch Elizabeth Burgess's Instagram stories for the last six months because. <laughs> I can't stand her on Instagram story. She's obsessed with her fucking dog. She's always like at her Newport home. Like she just seems fake and nervous. She always gives the peace sign. Like I'm like, what? Stop doing that. It's like so, yeah, like sticks out her tongue. Peace sign. So lame. Today, I like did not mind her on camera at all. And then I was like. she was a breath of fresh air and I love a rich person. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So his name's B-E-R-N-T. Bodal, B O D A L. He's worth two hundred million, guys. Brent Bodal, uh, yes. Or what? Did, okay. Okay. Um, his net worth and salary two hundred million dollars. He's notable for being the former CEO of an American Seafoods, one of the largest seafood companies in the U.S. He also um, he's a Norwegian American businessman and a former musician. How long were they married? He's sixty-seven. Interesting. So basically, too, he didn't want to have kids with her. She gave up that dream, and then they broke up, and he got a girl pregnant, like, right away. So I felt bad. No, or did he do it while they were together? 
Oh, no, you're right. That could have been what, what happened. Like, because they're still technically married. So she has a boyfriend named Jimmy who won't have sex with her because she's married. Now, that's her sketchy. Lunch. That's sketchy. Like, if you're not going to, like, what makes it, I guess, what makes it a relationship from boyfriend that you're not having, like, that you're not intimate with? Like, isn't it still the same thing? Like, you're having, if you're having an emotional affair, if you want to look at it that way. It just seems odd. But then I also feel like, this lady doesn't really have money. I know she just recently finalized her divorce. That house is money. I also heard that that's her boyfriend's house. So I'm... Where are you hearing this? Uh, is word, it Giselle telling word you? On word street. on the street. <laughs> Giselle? So, okay. Giselle? But I don't know. I mean, like, this guy checks out, and I've seen a bunch of photos with him online, and you can literally Google him, so it's like... I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Or b- maybe he had like a big prenup. I wonder how much she got. I don't know. I mean, that the questions are endless. We'll is she really saying out. who she really is? Okay. I also, though, did have to laugh because she hit Bronwyn in the face with the cork from the champagne <laughs> because she didn't take it out. And one time I've almost done that to my eye where I've almost taken my eye out from it. And Bronwyn was like, yeah, it's fine because I just got my face tightened. <laughs> She's like, I couldn't even feel it. My face was numb. And I was like, Broadwin has had some work done. She looks really good. Did Kelly have, like, another nose job? Her confessional is really strange. Like, her, her See, I thought Broadwin looked stunning in her confessional. Yeah. Kelly was, really like, agree. super annoying. Like, oh, I, like, my man, he's 60, but he's 29 in the bedroom. I've been with yeah, so many. sex, you guys. I know. I've like, been with cool. so many 29-year-olds. I thought actually... Hot yoga is easy for me because <laughs> I do stuff in the bedroom. It's like, <laughs> you stretch in there? Oh, you mean you're talking about sex again? Cool. It was... Kama Sutra. Yeah. I also thought it was funny. Like, I actually think Jolie does like Rick. Yeah. Um, and and, and she didn't like Dr. Brian because Dr. Brian was a dork. <laughs> to use Kelly's words against her. <laughs> so, and then, but this weekend, we didn't talk about this. Rick's mm. daughter was posting shady Instagram stories, like being in the ninth ring of hell. Like, Wait, also, what's her Instagram account? It's like at Real Housewives of Void or something? Yeah, or? something weird. So she's clearly but not happy. But she's posting photos. Like, it, it's something's. I don't think she's happy about um, Kelly being stepmommy. But Jolie seems to be happy about it. And she also had her first kids at eight years old. <laughs> I love Jolie. And she also said shit. And Kelly's like, don't say that. Like, after I've called people cunts and, like, fuck you and said all these things. But no, Jolie, don't do as I say, not as I do. Let's talk about Shane and Emily. Do you think they're in a good place? Shane did get 100% on the Little House of the Prairie quiz. Failed the bar three times. (laughs) Wait, Little House on the Prairie? Weren't the Richard sisters on that? Yes, Kyle was on it. It always comes full circle, people. Um, I was pissed when Emily said, so it was my fault while sh- why Shane hated me because I had a bad hip. I was like, wait, what? You're going to take the blame for this? What? <laughs> he li- no. He literally goes, yeah, just like when people are having marital problems, I ask them to check their wife's hips. <laughs> <laughs> wait, he said that? Yes. <laughs> I thought they were like funny together like he's like that's why you weren't wearing underwear all year because you couldn't put it on <laughs> and then she, i love the callback to the bread basket i know she's like, can we get a bread basket 
And then, you know, she like leans in for a kiss and he's like, yeah, yeah, so BuzzFeed. <laughs> it was like, like, how's your friend Bronwyn? She's like, I was going for a kiss. And his eye, watch, go back to that part and watch his face when he goes, when they actually kiss. It is like he's sucking on a lemon. Just like. Mm. They're just so interesting. I feel like they're brother and sister. Yeah, I was just going to say, when do you think the last time they were intimate? Um, G chat where he asked her to marry him (laughs) like it's just you know but I don't want I don't want Emily's storyline to be holding Bronwyn accountable I want like I just don't see where we're going like where are we going with these storylines why do I care I mean no see that's why I think I kind of like enjoyed it because I just kind of sat back and like I don't know where we're going which was kind of exciting I do know Bronwyn is an alcoholic that was very clear everyone kept on saying that like um Gina said it to Kelly Gina said it to Kelly in the yoga shop or after yoga then Mm -hmm. um Shannon never did say it, though, which I think is interesting because I was like, well, it's real rich that these women are, like, saying this. Like, Gina, you got a DUI. I I know. That that was hard to swallow. Like, but I thought it was interesting that Shannon was actually the only one who didn't say that because I think Shannon had a, had some problems with alcohol, especially at the end, towards the end, you know? And, like, and I thought it was interesting. That's why, that's why I, like, I can't quit Shannon either. Like, I want to just think, like, oh, she's so annoying. But then, I'm like, I think Shannon is genuinely a good person. It was nice to see Shannon apologize. Like, her apology was half-assed. I apologize if you think I attacked your character. And then Kelly apologizes, too. But it's, like... Same way, though. Yeah. But it, I'm sorry if you felt I was going after right. you. <laughs> but it needed to be done. Because we need to move right. forward. We're all going to be in the same neighborhood. We need to have a season. We need to film. And it's easier to start if everyone gets along. And, and we had to listen to Kelly P. We did have to listen to Kelly P. We but did, uh, it, it's going to be exciting because none of these girls are great friends. I don't think Gina and Emily are in a great place. Um, it feels like they haven't talked since the reunion. I agree. I also feel like Bronwyn's like definitely like kind of like head honcho. Like, look at my house. Let me give you a tour. It's 8,000 square feet in Newport Beach. We gotta mm-hmm. find the list. Like, it was like seeing the tour of her house and then of like the Casita bunk bed townhome. I was like, oh, I feel I- really bad for Gina, and like I would have some brie with her. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah, like for sure. It's like Gina's like nice as a person. She's just not a good housewife, and it's like I think it's so interesting too because it's like the season. This whole franchise started with Orange County. It was a look behind the gates. It was like. Besides rich women and Lori, like it was a story about. Remember, like they sh- they showed the price tags. It was like you got right. to see Rolexes, yachts. Yeah, Heather Je- Debro like building her house. Hummers, yeah, and Hummers. And now we've got, yeah. white Mercedes for daughters that are sixteen that have to pay them off. You get to pay the bill. <laughs> <laughs> the monthly bill. It's like we've devolved so much now that it's like okay. Great for bringing Elizabeth in. She has money. It seems like Bronwyn has money. Shannon has money. Kelly has money. But it's not like... Heather Dubrow still, money. Yeah. And not even that the New York women are rich either. But there's something about the New York women that I am more they don't. They don't to. need to be rich because they have fun. Yeah. May, yeah. Maybe that's what it is. And it's like... I don't know. Am I going to keep watching? Probably. Like, it was still a fun episode. I enjoyed it. I, but they did this to us before. They do this to us all the time where they give us a good premiere and we're like, okay, great, we're in. And then we're like, what the hell? And I have to say, 
I enjoyed the episode without Tamara and Vicky. Yes, it was a very refreshing taste of Orange County. Yeah, but I thought that it was interesting. Like, I was like, okay, Gina Keogh, though, narrating that, I was like, ugh, I don't think this bodes well for the season because I feel like it's almost like a stunt in the fact that they're bringing back Old Housewives. Like, who knows what they're doing in future episodes, but bringing Gina back was like, also, we have no confirmation it was Gina. It just. No, you know, it was. Okay, it was. it was definitely like her voice, but it was like. Did you see that Andy sent Vicky flowers today? I did not say Cohen on it, so I'm uh, not convinced uh. it was Andy Cohen. She and tagged Tamara him. Was like, Where? And then Tamara was like, where's my flowers? I'm like, you were, does Tamara need to be reminded she was not on season one? Yeah. She she did a workout class and did a cameo in the back. Oh, well, um, she also was with Tarek and Heather, Tarek Elmerson, oh, who's from like Sunset. the HGTV and selling Sunset. And she keeps and like, pretending like she's starting new shows. It's so annoying. Yeah, someone's like, oh, are you going to be like on Selling Sunset? She's like, you'll just have to find out. I'm like, no, you're no not. I won't. No, you're not. Yeah. No, you're not. Yeah. Like, sorry. Like, Davina was too old on that show, and she was like 34, so. She no. just needs to end, unless she wants to go on marriage boot camp. Like, reality TV's over. Yeah, she will. She will. I don't know she if Eddie would. Eddie. I don't know if Eddie would. Well, do you think they'd like recreate that, like, Tamara, bathtub Tamara scene? Would bring her mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, Or, like, yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Oh, Ryan. That would be good. That would be good. No, it would not. Stop I need it, to work Mary through Hill. stuff. I worry about him. Um, anything else you wanted to mention about this episode or anything in general? Do you think Bronwyn will go through the whole season without drinking? No. I think they even showed a scene with her drinking. Oh, I... Like, I... I thought like there was a scene with Emily and Bronwyn in the bathtub, and Emily's like, "Bring us shots." Mm-hmm. Which just and you know what? I think if she wants to do it, like I'm excited. Bronwyn is this storyline that like I'm excited for because obviously we know this goes through COVID and BLM, and like I think watching her son um, dress up in drag, like I think that there's a lot of like discovery moments for Bronwyn that I think is going to be really cool to see, and that's you know, and I think. I'm interested in Vargas, if she's showing us money. You know, like, the rescue place that she was going to for, like, the million dollars. I was like, I was like, this is, like, a vacation place. This looks lovely. I hope that we see Shannon have, like, happy life, happy wife kind of thing. Again, I would watch a spinoff of that. I think she seems so happy. The kids all seem happy. Everyone seems great. Um, But, again, you know. We're here for it. I think Emily's going to have a boring season. Oh, that'll be new. <laughs> um, on that note, yeah, make sure you guys, if you can, vote early. Can't get, can't say it, can't. We well, can't. I can't go. Can't, I can't go yeah. an episode without saying it. I'm not telling you who to vote for, but just if you can vote early, vote by mail. Do it safely if you're going to um, a center to do it. And you know what? Have a great and lovely week. Bye. Bye.
Spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interests. And if your credit scores grows, so could the opportunities for lower rates on loans like cars or home loans. The Chime Credit Card Builder Visa credit card has no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted and you're building credit using your own money. My favorite feature is the spot me. So it's a fee free overdraft. So you just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for spot me and chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. You, um, the overdraft fee is up to $200 without fees with Spot Me um, when you set up with a qualifying direct deposit. You can p- get paid up to two days earlier with direct deposit. So with a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. They have over 60,000 fee-free ATMs and you can send and receive money using Chime. And th- if you are like sending out money and they're not a Chime member, that works too. And you can cash out your money fee-free with Chime Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com slash Judgy. That's Chime.com slash Judgy. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancor Bank NA or Stride Bank NA member FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosure for details. Peloton is here for everyone's yearly warm up. This is the best time to get into a good rhythm, tap into your power, and build towards your summer you. Peloton accommodates your schedule with a variety of class lengths to choose from. Uh, they have some that are only five minutes long. And I can tell you with Peloton, if I start just, I'll like do a 10 minute class and then I'm like, mm, I could do one more 10 minutes. I could do one more 10 minutes. And all of a sudden I've done 30 minutes of working out, which always feels great. They have such a variety of classes and so much flexibility. Um, you know, you can move your body in so many different ways. Peloton has a range of class types. So you can do a walking class. Um, are you really interested in running a marathon, they can help you train for a marathon. They have yoga, meditations, Pilates, hip workout, and you can move at your own pace. Peloton makes the process easier with personalized recommendations. I get a weekly update with their guided programs that take the guesswork out of working out. So you can jump right in, keeping your fitness journey fresh every day. Peloton has everything you need to get where you're going, whether it's um, running outdoors or riding at home or strength training at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Get a head start on the summer you with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. That's OnePeloton.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.